You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode number 209. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I am so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're here and you're going to hear the story of January Rizzo. And she tells a very common story of when she was younger, learning some things, developing some beliefs about what her body needed to look like to be able to get praise and approval from other people. And the lengths that she had to go to at that young age um, were beyond... (laughs) healthy. We'll start with that. Beyond healthy. And she recognizes that now. And so in this episode, you're going to hear how she has kind of worked through some of these, releasing some of these beliefs that less is better, that you should always be cutting out food. Like that's the secret to success. Um, That smaller is better, that she needs to please other people with the way that she looks. And I think you're going to really get a lot out of her episode about releasing some of those beliefs that maybe we grew up with, uh, that people may have told us from a very young age that aren't actually helping or serving us anymore in our adult lives now. So I'm so excited for you to jump into this episode with January. I am so excited today that I get to have January on the podcast. How are you doing, January? I am well, thank you. I am very excited to share you with my audience, share you with my audience and for them to hear your story, because as we were kind of chatting a little bit before we hit record, um, you have a very common um, perspective and story about all or nothing thinking and how you really have been working at that and working at those perfect- perfectionistic tendencies. So the conversation we're going to have today is going to be really relevant to so many people. So thanks for being here today. Oh, I appreciate you having me. Okay. So first of all, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about you. What, like, what makes you unique? Uh, what are you doing in life right now? Just give us a little background. Yeah. So I am a mama of two teenage boys. Um, I stay home with them. I have been blogging full time for, I think it's been 10 years now. So, wow. so you're like an OG, like back when <laughs> I am, the, the game has definitely changed for sure. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Yes. So that's been a a thing on its own there. You got to roll with the changes. So, but yeah, so I've been doing blogging for, you know, 10 years. It started kind of fashion and now it's more lifestyle. Um, I love doing, I love health and fitness. So I love incorporating that kind of content. So yeah, That's that's what I do. Okay, cool. So how did you find me? Um, how did you find my content and, um, you know, what were you struggling with What was like kind of some of your biggest struggles as you kind of stumbled upon me, stumbled upon the content? Okay. So I'm pretty sure I found you on Facebook. You popped up on one of my Facebook, just in one of the ads. Oh, awesome. um, And I had been um, uh, kind of looking into the whole macros thing and trying to figure it out. Um, 
Like I, I had came, I came from intermittent fasting and I did that for a long, long time. Um, but then it just, you know, it just became a little more than I was. I feel like I was focused too much on what I was going to eat, what I wasn't going to eat, when we were going to eat that stuff. So, um, so then yeah, I found you on Facebook and um, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I have a question about that though. Will you tell us a little bit about, cause you came from a history of intermittent fasting. Then you also told me before carb cycling. So will you talk to me a little bit about what appealed to those methods, you know, initially for you and, and then kind of what happened over time of using those methods where it maybe stopped working as well for you. Okay. The intermittent fasting. Uh, yeah. Or, and or carb okay. cycling too. Okay. Yeah. So like you saying that makes me think, um, I feel like as a teenager, my sure, when I needed to lose weight or wanted to lose weight, my sure thing to do was just cut it, cut everything out. Mm. It was how low can we go? Yeah. You know, um, 600 calories a day, you know, and it would get, wouldn't it would get me what I wanted mm-hmm. when, you know, temporarily. But yeah. Then, you know, good. I'm like, you know, glad you put you, the temporarily there. Cause that's what yeah, it was like. Oh, it is. It's temporarily. Oh, it's a definite yo-yo, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So I've just always done it that way. I've always, if I needed to cut any weight, which now we know we're trying to cut fat. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're such a good student. I try. I listen. <sighs> so, um, so yeah, I just would stop. I just wouldn't eat. So I would restrict, restrict, restrict. And I felt like, I think what attracted me to intermittent fasting originally was kind of that, okay, we're not going to eat. Yeah. And that for whatever reason, it's, it, um, I don't know. I don't know if I feel like I don't deserve to eat or something, yeah. but for whatever reason, um, that just, I, I didn't have to worry about what a, the food going in, like I, it was just done, you know, yeah. there was no, we don't eat at this time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think I think intermittent fasting does really appeal to those people who are just like, I just want something like the easiest as possible. Where it's like I don't have to think about it. It's just like I don't eat during this window. That's that's like a super easy rule. And for for some people, they find that really hard. Like some personalities find that hard to not eat. And there are other personalities, which I think you probably would fit into more of this personality of, of more of a type A, more of someone who's like, No, I said I'm not gonna eat, so I'm not gonna eat. And that's, that's not as hard for you to like hold that line as it is for some other people. Um, and so it, it can really appeal to that idea of like, oh, well, I just can't eat during these windows and then I can eat other right. during the other windows. Like, great. That's easy. It is. It is good for like, for me in that way. But then when I mess up one day, then I'm yeah. just beating myself up the whole okay. rest of the day. Good. I mean, January, you have so much great insight on this. And, and I, I can already like see how far you've come in your thinking because you're like, yeah, on this one side, it seemed like it was really alluring. Like it was really easy. Like it worked really well. That had always been my way of doing it. But then there's this dark side to it. Right. And, and the dark side is what you started to mention is like, just be your personality is one that yes, it, you, you kind of gravitate towards that like simple solution. I can hold the line. I can do it. But then those moments that you couldn't, then it was like a beat yourself up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you're not eating until one o'clock in the day and you're starving by the time one gets there and you have a bad day where you just gorge. Yeah. Everything is just conscious guilt, you know, and feeling like a failure all over again. So, so good because 
I think it's so interesting. I talk about this a lot about how as women, especially, I feel like we blame ourselves and maybe, maybe you can relate to this dialogue. And maybe this is a similar dialogue you had in your head where it's like, I'm not supposed to eat until this time period. And then when that time period came, you were starving. And so then self-control and willpower and motivation, all those things kind of went out the window because you like your body was hungry. And so then you right. ate all these things and then you're like, well, why can't I just stick to it better? Why, why do I, I suck at this? Like, why can't right. I just do better when, when in reality we can look at it and be like, well, actually like your body was doing just what it was supposed to do. Why, like, why did we think this was a good idea to starve ourselves and then wonder why we don't have any willpower around food? It's like, well, it's not right. that you're the problem. It's kind of the fact that you were starving yourself and that's your body's natural reaction to. Right. And I, I think what I've learned since, since doing, you know, Macros 101 is that, yes, initially it was hard to do intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably because my metab- metabolism was higher. And then the, the longer I went mm. with restricting, restricting, you adapted. my metabolism just plummeted and I really wasn't hungry anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So good I've point. been on this journey of trying to get it back up again. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know I've been in this, re- so I'm on a reverse. I've been in a reverse for like a year now just because <laughs> I'm like, I get nervous about adding calories. It's hard yeah. for me. I don't know why it's hard, but it's hard. Well, I you know why it. it's hard because you've been told for so long that that's the opposite of what you should do. Like you grew up with this idea that like you should eat less, you should eat less, like less is always the answer. So now you're having to like retrain your brain and your understanding and everything that you have used to think was true and having to retrain it. Like that's hard. It's hard to to retrain your brain. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, I, I, that has gotten a little easier, you know, and I've, I've kind of come to the, I'm such a black or white, like it's all or nothing. It's black. It's white. Mm -hmm. We do this, we do that. And so what I've tried to do in the last year and a half is kind of come to a progress, not perfection. Yeah, It's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. like that, that there is, there's another way to do it. Like, you know, if, if if you want that, whatever it is that I want to eat. Okay. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, switch something else in the rest of the day so that it accommodates, Mm -hmm. um, macro situation. So it has gotten better when, if, if it wasn't for what I do, which is take, it's just, it's just part of my job taking photos of myself, having photographer take photos of me twice a month. So I'm constantly looking at myself Mm -hmm. and that's a struggle. And sometimes I do wonder if that wasn't part of my life, would I be as fanatical about it? And I guess I wouldn't, but it is what it is. And, um, yeah, I think that it, but it gets better. I feel like for a while it was hard to look at the pictures when I was increasing the calories, Mm -hmm. because while probably anybody else may not notice much for me, it was just like, Oh, you're getting bigger. You're getting Mm -hmm. bigger. And my husband would be like, you look so much better. No, you've gained muscle. You know, you're, you're not like stick Mm -hmm. skinny anymore. So I don't know. I think it's a a perspective switch for me. And it's just about, you know, coming to a weight that I'm comfortable with Mm -hmm. and it's healthy. I'm curious um, because I I do think that we are, you know, we look at our own pictures way more than anybody else looks at our pictures. And we often criticize ourselves more than, you know, other people even notice. I'm curious, have you had people notice 
or is this something that has been mostly just you notice because we are the ones in our bodies and like looking at Oh, I'm sure it's just me. Yeah. Nobody said so anything funny? to me. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I just, I just find it so fascinating because we, we all do this to some extent where we're like, oh my gosh, they're totally going to notice that like I gained yeah. five pounds or whatever. Or I, my butt's bigger you know or whatever. What? what is my problem is what is so wrong with that? To yes. me, that feels, it feels yes. like, like a knock against me. I'm like, so what? So what, Jim? What if they think you lost five, you gained five pounds? Is yeah. that, does that mean you're not good anymore? And for yeah. me, it's, that's what I hear. I hear you're not good. Yeah. Yes. If you gain what, that weight, if you're not looking this way, because gosh, I love people and the, and everyone means well, but when you're, there are times when I was eating 600 calories a day and I would get constant, you know, you look so great. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yes. And I'm thinking, uh, I ain't eating. you yes. know, I'm not eating enough. Yes. And I hate it because it, it's hard when you finally do come around to, trying to get back to a healthy weight, it's hard because you feel like you're letting them down. Like, totally. you know, it's silly. Well, and I think silly. that's why I think, and, and you know, you're bringing up like such good, good things to think about is that, you know, you ask why, why is this so hard? Why is it so hard to retrain it? And because th- from a very young age, you were, you were told one thing and it was reinforced by people praising you and telling you, you looked great and doing yes. this good job. And that reinforcement, that like praise and telling you that like, this is idealized got in the, in your head of like, well, I guess like, this is what I need to look like. And this yeah. is the way that I need to do it. And when you came to this realization that that wasn't super healthy and it wasn't effective and it wasn't going to be long-term and you needed to do dif- something different, then sometimes that praise does go away. And sometimes that external reinforcement does go away. And this is the m- moment where we can decide what's more important to me, what other people think about me or what I think about myself, what other right. people are saying under their breath or, or thinking about the way that I look or the way that I feel and the way that I am able to do life, you know, and, and li- go through life in, in the body that I'm in. And I think that can be really hard. Um, and it, it sounds like you're, you're walking through that, right? You're, you have yeah, so much absolutely. progress you've made to walk through that and, and decide that, Hey, me being healthy, me actually eating food is more important than somebody looking at me and saying, Hey, you look really good today. Yeah, I know it. it and I think again, just with what I do, I, I you know, you, it's just one of those traps, you know, yeah. it's like, why don't people say I look cute anymore? You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, but, but it just doesn't matter. And it's silly. And, and, and coming to, and I think it's just, I think part of it is a need for that affirmation. And it's, totally. oh my goodness, it's crippling. 100%. Like my whole life, I feel like, you know, when I lost a bunch of weight, when I was a teenager, and people noticed, you're like, oh, okay, so this is what I'm supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. This is what I need to look like, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it did. It kind of put this thing in my mind that if I don't, if I'm not looking or at this weight, um, then I'm just not, quote, good, you know? Mm-hmm. So so January, there there is somebody who is listening to this who is having an aha moment um, in their mind about... Uh, resonating with what you're saying about, um, you know, people thinking things about them, about it meaning something about them, that they're not good enough, that they're not worthy enough, that, you know, they're seeking for that external validation. Um, and, and they're having this aha moment right now. What would you say is, is something that you would, would say to that person of 
how you are walking this journey from the the upbringing that you had, the reinforcement of a certain body type that you had to the place that you are today where maybe you're not, maybe we wouldn't call it done, but you are on that path towards caring more what you think about yourself than what other people think about you. Um, what would you say to that person who is is just kind of beginning that path? You know, I think it's just like, give yourself grace. Mm. You know, there, I feel like um, some days I do better at it than others. Um, I think that, uh, just starting small and, and, and just making baby step progress for me is what helps me, um, yeah. you know, just small things every day. Um, and honestly, I just, I really have to sit down sometimes and think, you know, mm-hmm. it just doesn't matter what people think. Like, yeah. it just doesn't matter. And my worth needs to not be in whether, you know, so-and-so thinks I look good today or I don't, you know? Um, But I think it's just, it's just a recognizing it. I think the first step is that you even notice it about yourself because I didn't notice it for many years. Right. Yep. It's just how I operated and didn't think twice about it. Um, But I think just being mindful of it has helped me. I'm like, Oh no, you're having that moment where you're feeling like, you know, you have to be this for, for people and you need to be this for you, you know? So mm-hmm. I think just small steps every day. I know that's not very hugely insightful, I guess, but. It, but it is, it is those, like, it is those, um, what do we say? They are um, simple, but that doesn't make them easy, right? right. That is a simple thing to say. Um and not always an easy thing to implement, but what you found is that as you have implemented that, that it, it does like small and simple things change, make big changes over time. And we just got to start with that small stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think just kind of reach it's, it really is kind of a retraining of your, of the things you always saw about yourself or thought about yourself. Yeah. So, so or that's how it is for me anyway. Mm -hmm. So, and it is, it is a journey. It is a daily struggle. Sometimes some days I wake up and it's hard. It's hard yeah. for me to, for me to do it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, but I know it's the healthy place that I need to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, um, really good. So, so is there, is there one, um, or, or a couple, um, moments where you've had some aha moments where they've been like changing the way that you see yourself or changing the way you look at food or changing the way you interact with, with the world. Um, you know, as you went through macros one-on-one, as you've gone through coaching, are there any of those moments that kind of stand out to you? Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, just from a, I always kind of, I like to like, I love learning new things. Mm-hmm. I, um, and I've always had an interest in kind of fitness and um, how these, how these people become these, get their bodies in these, you know, in the shape that they do in the gym and stuff. And so just trying to figure out learning that through macros, just learning about reverse and, you know, all the different things, the cut, I didn't know what that meant. I only knew how to cut calories. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that was a big like moment for me. I know that that may sound, but I just remember not knowing any of that. Right. Like I couldn't figure out how they would, you know, cut, add bulk, all that stuff. And so for me, it was just, um, 
that was a big, those were big moments for me. I had a lot of aha moments during 101 in that way. That's so good. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, January. You're awesome. Um, Last thing, just to kind of wrap it up. If um, there was somebody who maybe felt like they, they're like, you know, the story January tells of like her upbringing and, and where she was struggling. That's me. Like, that's me right now. Um, and we already talked about like small and simple things, but is there one piece of advice that you would tell that person who may be listening? You know, I just say, if you want something different, you have to do something different. Mm, like For me, that. that's kind of always my, my motto. So, and I'm, I'm big on, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. I got yeah. all my little sayings that I tell myself, you know, uh-huh. but I really, if that's you good. want something different, you have to be willing to, to, to dig and do something different. And yeah. I just, I had such a great experience and still with macros 101, awesome. um, I still go back through the program and re-listen to yeah. some of the modules. Cause there are lots of times when I need reminders about things. We all do. You know, that we've gone over. Yeah, so we all do. Yeah, yeah. You just, just start it. Cause I, it has really changed the way I do my days now. So awesome. it's That's nice awesome. to not just not to be so focused on what am I going to eat? What am I not going to eat? Like, I just, it's really nice in that way. So, so great. That's awesome. Okay. January, if people are like, I want to, I want to follow January. I want to see her <laughs> lifestyle stuff. I want to see her fitness stuff. I want to see her cute pictures. Aww. Where can they find you? Yes, I am January Heart Rizzo on Instagram and I have a blog. It's JanuaryHeart.com. And it's heart, H-A-R-T, right? H-A-R-T, right. Yep. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today, January. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend uh, or leave a review and a rating on iTunes. That really does help the podcast to get found by more people. It helps iTunes to know that, hey, people like this podcast. We should push it out to more people. So if you've taken the time to leave a rating and review, thank you from the bottom of my heart. That wraps up this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember my friend, you can do anything. Hey friend, have you heard the news? We have a Biceps After Babies Radio insider list. If you love Biceps After Babies Radio, you don't want to miss a thing. Head to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash insider to join the group. You'll be the first to know all things about the podcast, see some behind the scenes, and get special messages from yours truly. We want to make this a special community for those who are fans of the podcast. And last, did this episode particularly resonate with you? If so, will you please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your family and friends why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at Biceps After Babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And, you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.